Yo, it's the most dope show, it's about that time to get live Take a break from your 8 to 5, them other guys don't have the ability to rip it We kick it, three guys on, representing with the most killer spirit And we coming with the jokes, so you better grab a good pen and pad for your notes And forget them other folks, cause we got the best quotes Randolph does more than just jokers, he woke and he got the files Tell Andy Klein to turn up the dial I don't know where that boy Tim is now Raising the daughter, he hella proud Andy is straight up and Randolph ain't here for racist When Tim Miller hit, that got funny as shit The sock puppets always be there to assist Too many to name, but they all of this shit I guess I could try, love me some Frankie French Milner and Mike B Be lit, I cannot forget about Petey and Chris J.L. Covan with them Trump impressions Riding Cameron coming from the black guy who tips That's a whole damn nation, so they always near Pop, pop, bang, bang, getting green romaine Three guys on sock puppet nation, gang, gang Yeah Dominic. Puerto Rico, Suave, I know you thought I forgot about you, but I ain't gonna get about you, bro. Yeah, yeah. Puerto Rico, uh, Puerto Rico, Suave. Alright, so, this is kind of my fault, where the timetable, I let the first one go longer, because we got into talking about uh, speaking of hoteps, we got into talking about a white tip, so we can go longer. So this one's going to end up being shorter. Sorry, Thursday crowd. That's all good. Let's go. Sorry, freeloaders. We're going to be, you know, we sitting up in here like usual with who are we sitting with? Rod and Karen. There we go. Karen. There we go. Here. We're, hanging, we're hanging out Thursday. Ooh, Welcome ooh. back, Thursday people. Andy and I still need to do this free thing. It's still coming. Don't worry. We haven't been able to work it out together amongst ourselves yet, but that is still coming. Let's do that in the next couple of days because I was actually y'all compiling missed, uh, the reviews yesterday. Y'all missed a uh, a good long uh, session, uh, you freeloaders, but one of you is going to be able to get it starting soon, starting probably next week. I think about it. Um, yep. Gregorio put up a shift, survived another three-hour long session at the salon thanks to Randolph, Andy, Rod, and Karen. So there you go. What takes three <laughs> hours at the salon? What, what What's he doing there? Oh, waiting on other people to you get must not have been to a black salon being <laughs> no, going to the black salon Karen? is that confirmed uh, apparently waiting Gregorio. on other people to get to get taken care of you know just bought my uh eternals tickets for tomorrow me and me and my sidekick can go at 12 30 hopefully oh yeah we just saw that yesterday mm-hmm. was it good yeah we liked it yeah that's what my boy liked it at the job he liked it so uh yeah, I think like, they're, they're now talking uh, shit about it. I'm like, do y'all not understand the story? <laughs> Is that what y'all? Well, I didn't. I didn't do the. Uh, I didn't read the Eternals comics and shit. I bought it. I bought the. I bought a graphic novel just to kind of brush back up. Oh yeah, see, I didn't know that, but it's still. I still thought it was good. By I the saw way, something I'm, that like people were review bombing it, like giving it negative reviews on purpose. Too many, yeah. too many women, yeah. and the director's a woman, fucking woman. Marvels now at that point where they've kind of exhausted their main staple and now they're running into uh the diversity staple which is my favorite part of all comics right Mm -hmm. yeah but uh it's also a lot of white dudes least favorite part and so now we had that thing where there is the very real issue of uh it's 22 movies in and uh there's it's very hard to show people something they haven't seen before right Um, and then you have the hard part of black people are is uh, black and brown people and women and gay people and stuff 
are the in these books now and these are these characters now and it's being portrayed on the screen and uh, just like the people that voted for yunkin there's a resentment yes like they're losing something now that it's not just a bunch of white dudes and white women in tights and those characters by the way have always been there (laughs) they've always been in these comics it's not just something out of nowhere this is the thing i don't get about these people i'm like you understand jack kirby and and the master were they were Mm -hmm. very progressive you get that right you don't you don't not get that okay (laughs) also like they like the other part that i feel bad for the actors and shit is uh now you're gonna start running into like are these the best plots? Are these the best writers? Are we making sure that y'all are still giving us the money? Because y'all better not start shortening up on these budgets. And uh, that doesn't look like Disney's doing that. Disney mm-hmm. is full of like, just spend all the money. And I appreciate that shit. Yeah. yeah they've always been way out in front. Yeah. They've always been way out in front. Y'all the ones ain't catching up who are just not catching up. What these other motherfuckers, you know. <laughs> All right, Thursday people. Hope y'all are doing okay with us, you free, cheap freeloaders. Uh, we talked about the election at nauseum on Monday. We're not going to do it again. That's why we went a little long. Other than to say, if you follow Randolph, you probably know about the mic about the open mic. You should have watched what I wrote about it. If you want a synopsis on what we talked <laughs> about on about the election, well, we all uh, congratulated Glenn Youngkin for a yeah. congratulations to him. <laughs> big, big, big win. <laughs> him and his voters. Yeah. We, hey, look, you can't say anything. Say nothing about us if don't say we're not fair. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we did congratulate him and his voters. I'm gonna I'm gonna title Monday's episode We Did It. <laughs> <laughs> CRT. Take back Virginia. Yeah, we took back Virginia. I wonder if they're gonna like pull the uh all the Confederate statues out of the bubble wrap because they're all sitting there <laughs> ready to come back out, have a parade or something. <laughs> um yeah, but we talked about it a lot. You freeloaders, you should, you should check out the the Patreon. There's a lot of good stuff back there. A lot of good stuff back there. You know, a lot of good stuff back there. All right. We got any emails, Andy? You know, we didn't get much, got, but I got a couple comments. Hold on. I There's got one, something. <laughs> one got comment something. on on uh, on YouTube. Echo said, because we talked about Telosa, the uh, utopian whatever that thing is. We don't know what, we don't know what that shit is. The guy from Walmart is creating a paradise city uh, where the grass is green and the girls are pretty. So Echo says, <laughs> Telosa is the foundation for Elysium. So... Um, okay. <laughs> and we got a couple comments on last week's Monday episode from Mark who said, I respect that Rod insists on the sanctity of the impossible white man movie trope. Not unlike Whit Marsalis with jazz, Rod will not be moved. On another note, when Karen gets mad, look out. I'm with her. I see these people roaming around like all is well. I see that people are going to people are going to people. The selfish is so strong. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Mark came back with another comment. One other thing. John McWhorter has been doing this coonery for way too long. He's the genuine article. You can tell by his face. Never happy. Never so much as a smile. Who do you suppose is happier, McWhorter or Ted Cruz? He look like Droopy Dog. Oh, no. He do. He does have a sad black man. Like a sour face (laughs) kind of thing going on. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, man, you can tell how he talks. And he's very jealous of any other accomplished black author. You, yeah, you can tell his voice before he talks. He's one of those people. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, so sad. I just listened to an interview with him. That was so depressing. So jealous of other black authors. That shit cracks me up. How jealous yeah. he is of other black authors. Like, of course, millions of people don't like his idea that like his he's not a conservative. Just the rest, everybody's lost their mind. But if he was in the '60s, he would have been pro-black. It's like, no, you wouldn't have. Yeah, <laughs> you would have been the coon of the '60s. Why? Why are you? Asking? He's a black person who wanted who wanted Dr. King to slow down. You're going too fast. You're right. Upset yes. these white people. He was that black. He's that black. People. Oh, by the way, we just got a <clears throat> we got an email a little while ago, two hours ago, that I just saw from Chin. You hey, can call Chin. me Chin. The, the title of the email is Hank Numerology. Okay. <laughs> because I got a I got a Hank Aaron numerology tweet the other day, by the way. Uh, Hank Aaron was my wife's uncle. So the Braves winning the World Series really hits home for us. Felt like one of the best ways to pay tribute to him. A neighbor sent this picture to my wife. So Uncle Hank now has his own numerology. Hank Aaron's number was 44. Four plus four equals eight. So here's the meme that he or the picture that he sent, and I'll I'll pull up the tweet that I got too. Um, is that eight Kobe Bryant. <laughs> yeah, eight is Kobe Bryant, of course. Yeah, right. So four uh, four is eight, eight Kobe Bryant. In the year that Hank Aaron passed, the Braves won 44 games before the All Star break. 44 games after the All Star break, and won the World Series on the 44th week of the year. Mm, okay. Uh, now someone else uh, tagged me in a tweet that actually I think went even further than that. Let me pull that. Up. The Braves won. 44 games before the All-Star break, 44 games after. Ronald Acuna that got hurt when they were 44 and 44. It was manager Brian Snitker's 44th year with the Braves, although someone said it's actually his 45th. They won the World Series in week 44 of 21, and the GM that made it all possible is 44 years old. And I replied, also, the tomahawk chop is in 4-4 time, but maybe we shouldn't bring that up. they're not ready for that discussion they're not ready to hear that that. so it's all about the 44s although I mean Beyonce already has a thing with fours right doesn't she have a whole list of fours Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so there's a bunch of 44s and of course yes 4 plus 4 Kobe's number so Jay-Z 444 Let's, uh, yeah, that's the only email. That's the only, You're safe email. out there, Dom. All right, Dom. We got any other emails? We're no, that's it. That's it for this week. We got a note from Rohan. Rohan sent me a text. Uh, Rohan from uh, Reconstructed Fitness, who will be sponsoring somebody's year. Uh, and this is in relation to Hooters. We were talking about Hooters. Mm-hmm. And Donks. She said, hey, the first time his uh-huh. daughter's. He's, he's speaking of his daughter. First time her birth father took her to Hooters for wings. She was probably 16 or 17 at the time. He sat in there and told her to go to school. I don't want you working here. <laughs> also, he that was the that like, was his life lesson. The wrong as side Ro, of the as, tracks. I'm going to show the you last how bad sentence, it gets. As, as the last sentence row wrote, that was his life lessons talk to his daughter. <laughs> Are we sure he didn't just want some wings? <laughs> that was his life lessons talk <laughs> as he's looking around snatching his head around i don't need you working in here yeah you don't want to you want to be like you don't want to be like that girl or that girl yeah. or that one because then you have people like me in here <laughs> right staring at him <laughs> took hooters. that's basically yeah. what he's saying right that's true took her to hooters <laughs> i sent 
I'm looking back at this text now as I pull it back. After I passed that test last week, I texted Ro. I was like, text me, because Ro took the same test. He said, text me when you, when you, uh, when you get out. I said, uh, I said, hey, your boy passed. He said, who? Question mark, question mark, question mark, question <laughs> mark. I said, I passed a strength coach and nobody died. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> we are that age yeah like when, black when you shit. get them you're like the who who died we are that age this is the I season say, of your losing. boy pass hey your boy pass who <laughs> nobody died what Not that what kind rapper of yeah, what we rapper that, that i loved age. When you get a phone call after a certain hour you just assume somebody's dead or in the hospital right yep <laughs> Yep. Now, shit. Now, you know, what we got, Andy? For this well, we got a few things. Time we got. Um, there's the uh, Popeyes rats in DC story. Someone tagged us on on Instagram with that story too. Uh, there's the um, lovely blonde white woman who gets got sixty days in jail despite being a blonde white woman. She didn't think she would because she's an insurrectionist. A juror in the Kyle Rittenhouse trial dismissed for joking about Jacob Blake. Well, this is QAnon teacher goes on a rant and a student report. Putting aside the juror getting dismissed, the judge has set it up for Kyle Rittenhouse to get off. Mm -hmm. You Mm -hmm. can't call the victims. Can't call his victims victims. Well, if there's no victims, there's no crime. There's no victims, there's no crime. That's mm-hmm. kind of how crime works. Well, you have to prove that a crime took place. So you have to say, well, in order victims. for there to be a crime, you have to have a victim. He won't even, there's not even any alleged victims. There's well, just guilty, uh, innocent until proven guilty, right? People who are dead. Like, innocent until proven guilty. Say tomato, I say tomato. Well, I don't, she to did. me, like, yeah. I don't, I don't even necessarily. It's, it's the other side of that that's the, the part that's bothersome is that you can call them arsonists and rioters and looters or whatever mm-hmm. you can you can describe potential crimes to them he's set um, he's setting them up he's setting them up to be exonerated just like well, the, you know the innocent Ahmaud, until the Ahmaud Arbery trial they wore deered everybody black off the off the jury as many black people off the jury as they could as they could people are talking about this as if and this the only is black juror is john mcwarder I talked to yeah, John McWhorter. I talked to uh, John McWhorter and now uh, Winsome Sears. I talked to jail about this before, about the Wardeer process. And jail is like, you know, it's a fair process and all this. I'm like, it's not fair. It's it's used to exclude white because only white, only the white man and then secondarily white women can dispense justice in this country. All right. They're the only unbiased people in the country. OK, I, I hate to do this, but there's no way. J, j, that's all JL said. It's no way. No, it had to be was, deeper than that. There was more. We we went. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> we, I was we like, there's no way. We JL just ended it with him, like, seem fair to me. I asked him one time. <laughs> we were we were talking one time about. Um, I don't like that. Anytime there's a Supreme Court justice, a Supreme Court decision is made that there's a dissenting, there's a dissension written, and people mm. get like happy about the dissension. Mm-hmm. If it's something I'm like, it, the dissensions don't matter. <laughs> they right. don't matter. What do you care? <laughs> we make didn't you like feel that good. decision. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's that's basically all yeah. that happened. We don't like that decision. All right. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. that and $1.85 will get you a bus pass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
So jury selection in the Ahmaud, Ahmaud Arbery case involved questioning on experience with racism and, quote, whether they found an old Georgia flag featuring the Confederate flag, Confederate battle emblem to be a racist symbol. So you had to yeah, answer surprise. whether the Georgia flag that had a Confederate flag embedded in it. And only one black juror remains, and that racist. juror is James McWhorter. <laughs> and I guess if you answered that it was, then they might put you on the kick him out list. Author you know? James McWhorter. What kind of valid, that's not a, even a valid question. Like, I don't, what the fuck I got to do with anything? Yeah. Cause, well, because one of the, or the truck they were driving had the Georgia plates with the Confederate flag on it. With the, just like, okay. just like, the, just like the truck that was chasing Forrest Gump. See, okay. so it could be racist. Well, he was white. So what, what's, what, what's your excuse for that one? That's a good point. I hadn't thought um, of that. Yeah, so there's always that kind of uh, fuckery going on with these. Always, and this is not. This just happens to be in this trial. This happens in the in the justice system, literally every day. Because it's <laughs> not a quest day. to see who's innocent or guilty. It's a quest to get a mm-hmm. W by the lawyers. They're just trying to mm-hmm. trying to manipulate the system to get their W. Well, they can because the system. Is designed for them to. It's the, first of all, it's designed for them. Secondly, it's designed for them to be to be uh, manipulated. If only we had some sort of a theory where we could talk about this, mm. like a like a critical. <laughs> it would theory. that would be it would. It's very crucial where we could talk to, about how race mm-hmm. impacts the legal system, and if, if we just had a critical theory where we could talk about it just mm, that would be very only. crucial a high point yeah. anthony put this in the chat um <laughs> travis mcmichael's friend this is at the arbory trial uh zach langford at the bond hearing trying to explain a text from travis about quote shooting a crackhead with gold teeth and a high point 45 he says they were talking about raccoons so do you remember uh, travis mcmichael texting you about shooting a crackhead coon with gold teeth and a high point 45. You remember that text exchange? Mm-hmm. No, sir, I'm not. You actually responded to it saying something about Newport and a 40. You remember that? No, I'm, no sir, I do not remember that. To, give you, to, to get back to the question I was asking now that I've shown you the text messages themselves, do you recall that text exchange between you and defendant Travis McMichael in which he was talking about shooting a black coon with gold teeth that had a high point 45? He was referring to a raccoon. Okay. No. A, a raccoon with gold teeth and a high point 45? He just told a lie on the stand. He just committed perjury. Mm-hmm. He just committed perjury. But because he's white, and because we allow stuff like this to happen, that's going to be allowed. He just committed perjury. That's a jailable offense. If you perjure yourself on the stand, you can go See to jail. He's smirking when he says it. Yeah, he's a liar. He knows he's he's a liar. But no one can dispute that because you can't dispute whiteness when it comes to race. Now, now because he said that, let lie. Now the social contract kicks in and we all have to act like it's not a lie. Even though I know it's a lie and you know, it's a lie. I have to allow you to say that it's not a lie. Well, he also, if, if, if this is, if the guy meant raccoons, then why would you reply with a reply about Newports and a 40? 
It doesn't matter. He would come up with. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He was talking about raccoons. Raccoons smoke smoke Newports and drink forties. He's a liar. This is another thing about these 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 fucking racist white white motherfuckers. The Aaron Rodgers of the world. There's nothing about these motherfuckers. They're all (laughs) fucking cowards. You're all fucking. You're all fucking cowards. Cowards who can't stand behind your bullshit. You fucking cowards. And they got the nerve to stand next to me in a fucking store or, hey, I got Blake friends. You suck my dick. You fucking coward. Was being facetious. To which you responded that this raccoon needed Newport cigarettes. Is that is that your testimony? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And then uh, here's the. Yeah, he's a fucking liar. He's a fucking. Keep in mind, this is what they came up with. Yeah, that's the best they could come up with. (laughs) That's the best they could come up with. And that's all they need. That's like they're like they're like we don't need to come up with anything better. Like this Mm -hmm. is. Man, now, if you excuse me, I gotta go. I gotta go vote for Glenn Youngkin. All right, this was coming up for however long it's been since this shit happened. They've had to been like, man, we need to get our story straight. Yeah, this was this is the straightened story. Ooh, imagine the rejected ones. Right. Uh, two. This is other tweet. Two good old boys armed for bear in a truck with Confederate flag vanity plate on the front. That's where the Confederate flag question came from. We're chasing a black man on foot, holding nothing but uh, holding nothing but a Mott Arbery was the aggressor. This is what the lawyers are arguing. No, and he can't see his hands. And his dad, his 64, 65 year old dad, <clears throat> who's had a stroke, is on the bed. And a Mott Arbery could just yank him down or take a shot at him. He doesn't know. So he goes to the front of the truck to get an eye on him. What's this guy going to do? Good Lord, I hope he just keeps running. Go up Satilla. But he doesn't know. So he goes to the front, and within a split second, Ahmad Arbery makes a left, not a right. Makes a left and is on Travis, such that Travis has no choice but to fire his weapon in self-defense. And that shot is a contact or near contact wound meaning Ahmad Arbery is on him. You will hear that from Brian Leopard of the GBI Crime Lab. That first shot. Turn this off, Andy. Turn it off, Andy. I don't want to hear it. Turn it off. Turn it off. I'm tired. I'm tired of hearing it. I don't, I don't want to hear shit like this. I don't want to hear shit like this. I'm not going to put shit like this on my platform. I'm not going to listen to these lies. I'm not going to listen to these lies. I'm not going to be part of broadcasting these lies, and we're not going to broadcast testimony like that again. I'm sorry to anybody if that upsets anybody who heard it. I'm not going to. I won't be a part of it. I won't be a part of that. I won't be a party to putting out lies like that again. I absolutely will not. That's that is that is horrific. That the level of lie that you have to just tell, that is that is morally repugnant. That is a morally repugnant stance. That is a morally repugnant position to take. That's a morally repugnant, that is a morally repugnant human being. That is a disgusting human being. That is a per, that's a human that's that is a human being who has nothing within him to make it I, I won't be a part of that. I won't I won't be a part of I won't be a part of putting something like that into the into this into this world. I won't be a part of putting something like that on a platform that any platform that I'm associated with. That's that is morally repugnant. It is it's morally repugnant. 
for that man to stand in court and to say that, to say, to say, to stand there and say that level, that level of filth. It's, it's morally repugnant. It's that's, morally repugnant. That's what that you the court system is. It's law trying to get a W. It's like, it's like, we all know that this is supposed that to be trying a search. to get a W like that is morally yeah. repugnant. Right. That's what the world is supposed to be a search for yeah. the truth. And did he do it? Did he do it? But it really, it's a game between two sides trying to convince the judge that the story they concoct is the better one or the story that they're better, mm-hmm. better arguing and they're going to make some shit up. And they're like, well, we just had to do our job. I mean, I understand that that's the job of a lawyer, but that's what that's what the legal system is. It's just people trying to jockey to get a W. I you used know? to be friends with a, with a couple of couple of white cats that Andy and I both know. And after what happened to James Baldwin, James Baldwin, <laughs> James Blake in New York, when he got hemmed up by the cops outside nice of outside of the hotel where he's waiting on a waiting on a car to come and take him over to the US Open. And I said that I said then if that was me and J- and those cops jumped on me like that thinking I was someone else, I would be dead because I can defend myself. I'm I can defend myself. And I would start fighting and they would kill me. And then they would kill me in the press and in the court. And that's how they would do it. That that's what they would do. And it would be okay to all of them. Now, the two people that I stopped talking to immediately tried to figure out a way to defend that repugnancy. They just, they figured out ways to defend it. Cause that's how they trained them. Like, like, like they train lawyers to kind of attack things from that mindset and perspective. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, the reason why they're trained to do it that way is because it works with black people. Because that's what the, the justice system has been set up for is if you walk in, you're the, so even if you're the victim, you're not the victim anymore. You're the aggressor. You're the one. You're not the you're not the victim. Well, and also, I mean, yourself, in you that know, James you know, Blake uh, sort of back and forth uh, when the cop who was the aggressor. Uh, who was not he was not in uniform by the way uh just a random guy came and tackled james blake uh even when in that argument those guys um acknowledged that the cop was the aggressor they just thought he just needs some retraining just retrain the cops right that's where the hashtag retraining that you uh used to that's put when i started line. using i started saying retraining all they need I, some haven't retraining. To, I haven't talked to either one of them in since then yeah and i have no desire to I know black people who are still friendly with them. And I'm like, I don't know why you, I don't say anything, but in my mind, I'm like, did they know that they said that shit or I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. That's, not gonna, man, that's like the burden of blackness is like, now yeah. you become the guy that either has to like inform everybody that yeah. this shit happened. Yeah. Or, or like, you know what I'm saying? Now you got to watch your f- people be friendly with them because they don't they don't yep. know that that's how they really are. Yep. And I'm not going to be that. I'm not going to be that person. And they don't think there's anything wrong with that. They don't they don't understand. They just it's like, well, you know, but that's that's just the way the law works. Right. And right. He should have just laid down or he should have just game. like you. So somebody you don't know who can just run up on you, say they're police. 
they can just tackle you and just do this. So these guys, you're not doing anything. You're just jogging, and these guys are chasing you, pull you over, get in front of you, jump out. You make a stand. If you've been fucking with me, I'd have put him down. <laughs> I'd have put I'd have put him on the ground. It just so happens Ahmad didn't really understand, didn't know how to do that part of it, and then I'm getting killed. You know. Yeah. Well, that's I'm not I mean, saying I wouldn't have gotten killed. I'm saying is I have better odds. In that's that moment, it's like he's got a gun. If I run, he can shoot me. Right. So I got. I guess I got to stand. He's gonna make a stand. Make a stand here, and he's well got a gun. So and, what, and so because you do this, what do you become? You become the. You become the problem. And the guy with the gun is the, scared. Because you're the problem all the time. The guy with the gun gets to be scared. The white guy with the gun gets to be scared. He gonna get off. They're gonna get off. They're not gonna go to jail. Or they're gonna get time served. They're not going to jail. In the south, they're not going to jail. I don't know if they'll go to jail or not, but um, you know, this is why I don't watch these trials. Same. I watch I zero. That's I don't watch I any of them. I don't watch them. I don't watch them go down my timeline. I don't feed into them. Uh, I do none of it. I mean, what's going to happen if the only thing I can feel from this trial would be relief? There's no possible, there's no positive outcome that could ever happen watching this shit. Mm -hmm. Something tragic happened. If there's justice, then I just, ta-da, my big reward is I get to go, oh, okay, so they did go to jail. There's never a, like, it's not like I think people believe where especially you know racist people they think we're all sitting around going yes yes justice was done we got them we won but that's never the feeling the feeling's always one of like okay they got that one uh well you know that's now you gotta wait on sentencing now we gotta see all this other shit but then i gotta listen to for instance in the case of uh botham james killer botham jean's killer i gotta listen to his brother say forgive her and i gotta watch that judge come off the come off the thing and hug her and do all that kind of bullshit she killed a man she killed him she killed him because he's black that's why she killed him but we got to act like that's not what happened and we have to be the forgiving ones you know we have to be the ones who are. Well, I'm with you on the judge, but I just, I'm not with you on the brother. Me, the brother can I'm, do whatever the fuck he right. wants. Right. Yeah. He can okay. Do I agree with that. that. That's his, his brother. That's his belief. But that judge. I agree with that. I agree with that about the about the brother, but I don't have to yeah. like it. Yeah. You don't, don't have, have to like it, but that's why I don't like it. That's why I don't consume these trials. I don't have to like it and I don't have to honor it. Yeah. That's why I don't consume these trials. I know where it comes from. It comes from whiteness instilling in us that we have to forgive them for whatever it is they do to us. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. That's that's it comes from the, it comes from that religion. It comes from the religion. And what yeah, the but religion, there's other the like there's Muslims teaches. that forgive people. There's fucking there's people in Africa that forgive people like forgiveness isn't something that Easy. white people own. You know, they don't have a TM to trademark to that shit. In if you decide country, as an individual in, in that's how country, you need to move forward, that's you in this country, in that cast, in that context, in this country, that's what is taught. What was asked of the people in, in after the church shooting in Charleston? What was asked of them immediately? You're going to forgive. You're going to forgive him, right? You, you're going to forgive me. He, you know, he came into a church and shot everybody you're close to. You're going to forgive him, right? That's what you're going to do. That's what's asked of us. We're asked to do that. And, and I agree. But also you had a lot of people come out and black people say, 
fuck it. I'm not forgiving you. So it is actually, in my opinion, it's, it's a choice. And the thing is, I understand the anger behind it. And is it fair? Is it right? No, they do demand that when shit happened to us, we do forgive. So I, so your, your, your anger is valid, but it's an individual thing. So I'm not faulting uh, the brother. Now I blame the judge because it, now if every case that judge did, she went down there and hooked. I'm like, okay, this is your thing. But you decided to do it for this particular case. It's well, a we problem. Know, we know that's not why she did it. She did it because that, that woman is part of her. She's part of the system that she's a part of. Right. Right. Think, yeah. Yes. That's why I have a problem with it. She's part of the system. I think she's too, like for some people, forgiveness is an unburdening. You know, it takes a burden that they're carrying away. And for other people, it's just the opposite. Having mm-hmm. to forgive someone is now being burdened with forgiving that person. And so there's it just depends on the individual person and how you deal with mm-hmm. some people yeah, really do feel better after they, they and it's micro versus macro. And that's one of the things I hate about these trials is there's all this macro shit when in, at the end of the day, what happened happened to those individuals for real, like. They, like what they represent and and what is and what they actually are experiencing are two different things. And we are not capable of holding two ideas in our heads at the same time that an individual on a personal level, if I if someone wrongs me and I choose to forgive them, that ain't got shit to say with blackness, you, me, anyone outside that room. But me and normally, to be honest, not even that person. It only has something to say with me because only I choose if I'm going to do that or not. But then I feel like there's so much pressure on black people and it's not fair to us that we get to be victimized twice because now I'm victimized in in my absolution. Like I'm now I'm victimized because I've chosen to move on in a way that you didn't agree with. So, you know, it's, it's, it's the dude from the park that get, the racist woman does some shit to him. And then he also has to get castigated again because he goes, I don't want to opt into this fucking justice system. I want to be left alone to look at birds. Then it's like, what well, are you the reason she got off you? So now so so now I'm double the victim. So right. I just it, I just don't like that double jeopardy that only happens to black people, by the way. No one else got to deal with this shit. Well, it becomes um, like a performative thing, too. So it's, like it's one thing to quietly forgive someone, in, you know, at, inside right. your house and just, again, to unburden yourself from that. But well, when they shove a microphone into your face, they can you tell America that you forgive them? Right. Like, that's right. a whole nother layer. Like, what's the motivation of that? And that's part? where the anger comes in. So yeah. I understand. Yeah. It's that it's that is it, that's why I don't consume this shit. It just there's never a good thing that comes out of this, period. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck. This is not a what's that movie with Matthew McConaughey? So I imagine she was black. Or that child was white. So what, <laughs> it was a time to kill or something. Yeah, Is that yeah. it? A time to, this ain't this ain't a time to kill, dog. We're not right. gonna leave this trial going. Yeah, we saw. It. <laughs> we, we 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 showed them. We all we, right, guys. We got them. We always gonna leave yeah, mad. I'm gonna be mad at everybody. So mad. so no. And Kyle Rittenhouse is gonna get off too. Maybe. Not only Kyle Rittenhouse get when Kyle Rittenhouse gets off, that's going to give license to to people to kill black people. To the average citizen to take up arms and kill black average white citizen to take up arms and to kill black people. Well, he killed some white people, so it's that. Like, but those white so, people, those white people, 
were working in service of black people. I know you tried to you tried to get ahead of me and fucked up my joke, but oh, he killed some <laughs> he killed some white he got, he killed some white he's a professional rod. He killed some white people. So uh the way I see it, they're gonna get to kill at least two to three times as many niggas. Yeah. Like he if he gets away with killing two white people, that's like at least a dozen blacks yeah. in America. You can, kill, you, can kill white, you can kill white people who are in service of black people. Yeah, and, and, by, yeah also, and, and by in service of black people, I mean just trying to support the cause of anti-blackness. Because if you right. do that as a white person, that means you are in service of black people. Right. <laughs> and if you look at the the way they, you know, again, the, the way the legal maneuvering goes in the Amon Arbery case, it's like he's an old, frail man who had a stroke. And Kyle Rittenhouse is going to be he's just a kid. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, well, it like, already is. Any age. I don't is. know where that age you don't become a kid no more. I right. guess so you, right. once you have a heart attack, you're no longer a kid. I don't know. After you after you are part of killing somebody and you're old, then you become an old frail man. Right. That, right. That's mm-hmm. how that's the age. He had a stroke. That's once. The age. <laughs> yeah, you have to you have to add things to that to get to that. <laughs> yeah. The killing is what gets you, what gets you to that. Oh, that automatically makes you old. Yeah. When you're part I of mean, the killing. The stroke yeah. didn't stop him from jumping into a bit the back of a pickup truck and riding around right. chasing a guy. But uh, right. but he is he had a stroke, guys. So disgusting. This thing in Houston, uh, People magazine just put up a put up a quote, uh, put up a headline. Pregnant Kylie Jenner uninjured after Travis Scott Asheroll incident leaves eight dead. Thank God. Oh, that's man, the won't. that's the quote they put up. <laughs> I was worried about Kylie Jenner when what? I saw that news. About the eight people who died, I said, that's, "Oh, what about that, Kylie Jenner?" That's what they decided to lead with. Yeah. <laughs> what happened? What happened? Uh, Pregnant Kylie nowhere. Jenner was backstage okay. and had was nowhere near in this shit. Right? <laughs> so I'm, I'm was it a sure. trampling or something. Yeah, it was a trampling. Yeah, got trampled at Astro. Very irresponsible uh, concert. The videos on Astro World was still open. It's not. It's not Astro World. I don't think it's. Is that the location? I thought that was just the name of the concert. No, or. that's the okay. So Astro World is is a Six Flags in Houston. Okay, I'm okay. Like so I it's both. It yeah, it's a Six Flags in Houston. I thought it was closed. Brother Mark is saying uh, they used it. You had friends. You had friends at the concert. Are they okay? Your friends are okay? yeah. It was saying that they use it as a venue. Um. Okay, so Wisdom Satch was saying it's torn down. I mean, I went to Astro World multiple times when I was a when I was a kid. You had to drive to Houston to get to the motherfucker. Six Flags is in Dallas, but Astro World was in Houston. You know, you had to drive to the motherfucker. So Travis Scott was on he was on stage, right? He was on stage and it was like a trampling or something. I think yeah. he was just oh. they just motherfuckers were just bum rushing. Well, this just, I mean this happened. Okay, this has happened a couple times before. The Who in like the 70s had a concert in Cincinnati where 11 people were trampled to death. Pearl Jam had that happen at a show in Denmark in 2000. Nine people were killed. It was a festival show. Pearl Jam was on stage at the time. It was a festival, but they were on stage at the time. And then afterwards, they tried to make it sound like they were they incited the crowd to be violent, which is like the opposite like they've routinely so stopped much shows. The opposite of what Pearl Jam does. They stop shows all the time because like some fight, a fight breaks out <laughs> yeah. or whatever. So putting this on Travis Scott, I mean, granted, he was on stage, so I guess they're going to get quotes from him and, and get his perspective. But I, I would doubt that he had something in particular to do with this. Um, mm-hmm. A video appears to show Travis reacting to the situation and calling for help. So I guess he could see it from his vantage point. 
right. what was going on. Pearl Jam's show was it was like rainy and, and people were losing people were getting crushed in the front of this festival. I guess something like that probably happened here. Maybe somebody help jump here real quick. Keep going. Yeah, he's trying to get security to come in and help. Yeah, packed in that motherfucker. Ooh. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. In the middle of a fucking pandemic. COVID. Right? COVID. Who? In Houston, and, of all places, because we know how heavily mm-hmm. vaccinated they are. Coronavirus ain't in Texas. The best at it. This TMZ article says source claims someone was injecting victims with drugs. So they died of a drug overdose or a trampling. They, they were trampled. That was just a source. Right. <laughs> some, some. Anybody could have. The, the drugs was just, the drugs was like, hey, psst, psst, I was yeah. injected. I mean, Pearl Jam, when it happened to them, they stopped doing festival seating at any shows for years. Oh, I don't blame them. Just to, cause they were traumatized. They almost, they, I mean, it, it almost broke them up, but, um, like mm-hmm. broke up the band, but hey, Andy, like I know this might sound stupid, but festival and regular seating does that mean no chairs? Like, I don't yeah, like no chairs, you're just packed in festival seating, you just walk in, you just find so, a spot, stand there. They open up. I've been to festival seating places before, sometimes they'll say, and everybody will run to get up front, right? That's to what happened. Front. Now, yeah. imagine one motherfucker falls down, that's what happened. They got to the just stop up. running. Don't <laughs> just stop running. They got yes. the video on uh, yeah. Twitter of when it first opened, and people pushed the gate down. And oh. right there, you see people already falling, and people running over top of them. And that's the beginning of the concert. Oh, yeah, shit. like before anything even had. That was just to get seats. So okay, yeah, I'm used to organization, but they be like, "Here's your yeah. ticket to C three in yeah. the balcony area." Right. <laughs> Festivals. Yeah, so, some of these festivals, went, like some of them are kind of laid back where you kind of stroll in and out and people right. kind of the fan base is everyone's like, you know, cool with each other. Other ones like they kind of hold people back until the show starts and then just fucking release, open the doors, open the gates and people have to run. Everybody wants to get up front. So there's this whole mad dash to get in. And that's um, why they be having mosh pits and shit like that. Yeah. And again, a lot of mosh pits are very respectful. Like people help yeah. each other. If someone falls mm-hmm. down, they pick them up and everything. But Sometimes it's it's uh it's just the clientele, it's just the, the crowd. Some, I think older crowds tend to be a little bit more like, oh, you can get in front of me, no problem. Excuse yes, me. Yes, we got off riders and bursitis and shit like that. We ain't trying to kill ourselves. Right. 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 Yeah. At one time uh, I went to see Metallica, my brother, and he and some of his friends from work. And we were all too old for mosh pits, but we were in the floor section where there was no seats, and one of my brother's co-workers was like, I'm moshing, man. And he ran in. <laughs> he broke his toe. He fucked his foot all up. Like, oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> See, now, now you got to get that insurance and stuff. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah, Go for that shit. We I break. The, and then I saw the roots. That was fe- We were festival seating. Which we was saw Pearl Jam at uh, Made in America. Real festival. nice. And we saw Pearl Jam in Philly. No running. No. You know, but, but that's the kind of festival we were outside. So it was just. They're gonna play, so let's just walk over here and just kind of find a spot. And yeah, then Drake think... was on, Drake was on before them, and all Drake's yeah, people he was leave. really good. <laughs> all Pearl Jam people fill in. It's like everyone just kind of excuse me, sorry. Like it's it's very mm-hmm. respectful, yeah. but sometimes you get that mad dash of people just 
just yeah, rushing in. Video you know? in the in the chat, Andy. Okay, I've I've never experienced that before. I think me and Rogers kind of been to something like that, but like you say, it was older people, so everybody was laid back, everybody was spaced out, nobody was on top of each other. You know where yeah. you see it? You know where you see it? Jazz jazz concerts, the the jazz Ooh. festivals that be outside. Mm-hmm. You'll see it. You'll see it at that festival. They have festival seating at those. Yeah, if you're like, if you're in an amphitheater, there's the lawn section, but the lawn is not okay. It's not Good close luck. to the stage, so people the lawn don't rushing. have seats. Yeah. People have blankets at the lawn; they're just hanging out. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, this is the the news report. Welcome back this morning. We continue with our breaking news coverage. If you're just waking up and you haven't watched any of the reports, we know that at least eight people are dead and hundreds others hurt during opening night of rapper Travis Scott's Astro. It also matches the the kind of the The, color scheme. I was like, yeah, it matches the breaking news. Matches everything. (laughs) He is matching. He is matching everything. He's like, we're going to call the coordinate. What color y'all using today? (laughs) Anthony said the bigger the bow tie, the more serious the news. Yes. (laughs) He's got the bow ties of the matching pocket square she's got the matching dress there's, there's a whole thing going on here I'm like are they are they a couple you, you see couples do that i don't know about <laughs> just news team no they got like uh they hired a new like hair and makeup person that was like all right i'm gonna dress you guys too <laughs> world fest last night mm. at nrg and before last night's deadly incident there was another moment of chaos at the festival we want to go now to kprc2 investigator robert arnold who is in the newsroom right now tracking that good angle of the story good morning robert. good morning right? we're just trying to piece this like together through social media <laughs> he mad as hell he like why y'all ain't telling me y'all was matching he <laughs> woke him up out of bed. I could have worn my lavender shirt. <laughs> y'all got me looking stupid out here, man. Y'all Damn. Tell just... me that was the color of the day. Anyway, yeah, man. 12 people died. It's uh... <laughs> like so I, I let you borrow story. my bow tie. You wear it on the air. I don't have it now. I was going to wear mine. Post, as we showed that video all day yesterday, you had dozens of people much earlier in the day break through security barriers to bypass Ooh, the main checkpoints to surge into oh, the pull that girl out right there. Oh, no. They might not even have tickets. When they break through like that, it's just like, fuck it, run. You know, you can't oh, get us all. Oh. Oh, they don't. What's up, man? I'm in. They can't catch us all. The Astro World Festival. Uh, you had some people think about that, that were detained and arrested, but many more were able to get into the crowd. You saw a massive crowd around that stage when Travis Scott first came in. There's so many posts on social media showing that in people surging forward, people jumping, people chanting, everything as that concert was starting. A lot of people are posting on social media that as the crowd started surging forward, not everybody knew what was going on. We're now seeing posts from entertainers and people who were in the crowd showing the paramedics rushing oh, yeah so all this there's no seats also oh, all those people just running towards the front yeah so you pay this section up front which is walled off you pay extra for this but you could be this far back or this close up for the same ticket price so everybody's like well i'm gonna push up to the front and then this section costs a certain amount and then the further back but there's no seats at this show it's all festival Mm-hmm. and trying to perform CPR so you see that people. little the sound stage down there you get trapped up against them that bar the motherfuckers yeah. are pushing behind you that's it yeah, there's yeah, a that's bar what right they say here. happen there's a bar right here 
a general mass confusion as everybody was rushing towards the stage. This is reminiscent of what happened at a Who concert in 1979 when people were trying to get into a concert hall and started pushing towards the door. You have these people at the front, you have these people at the back, they're everybody surging forward. The people in the back don't realize these people in the front are being trampled and it's just this domino effect that keeps going. You have so many people describing how they push you in Looking for some run Away slaves to carry right. <laughs> that's what they took the that's what they took the horses from the Haiti video from <laughs> the concert crowd to stop before these eight people had been trampled and several other people it's got the same video on a loop now it's the same clip this is what it was but then there's there's on team there's a bunch of videos of like you know blurred out faces of you know uh, this could be a dead body and this and that which you know that's that's the one thing about this era you didn't have that at the who concert in 1979 you didn't have video of it and the, they kept that was before the show started and the who actually did the show they did the whole show i don't think they knew what happened that's understandable because if they did they probably wouldn't have did the show yeah and because it was happening like outside the outs people were trying to get in from outside and they heard i think they heard a sound check they thought the show was starting and they were they just started bum rushing the doors Hmm. And uh, and pushed in, but that wasn't a festival. That was like seating and everything. They were just trying to get inside the venue. And I guess I don't understand. We're in twenty twenty one. Isn't there a more organized way than just be like, "Fuck it, run"? Like yeah. I don't get that. Maybe I'm just old. I don't understand. Well, they broke down the gate too. Like it was, like it wasn't even just like, "Oh, we let them in and it went crazy." Like oh, it, okay, the video okay. I first saw was the one of like the gate was on the ground because it clearly had been pushed down. And then some people fell on top of it. And then everyone started rushing over on top of them to get in the first row or whatever. Okay. Yeah. It's, uh, it is all these videos now for kind of like coming up from the crowd and from, I guess he brought Drake. out. I don't know what the moment was when the crowd really surged, but there was a moment during the show when they did, then the show stopped. Cause look like they have shows like this all the time and nothing happens. <laughs> yeah, usually nothing uh, goes usually, wrong. You yeah. know, but all yeah. it takes is for the people to start running and one person to fall down. That's it. Somebody can trample. The same thing with like stage diving and crowd surfing. Like people used to do it all the time, and like every now and then it'd be like, uh, someone broke his neck jumping yeah. into the crowd. <laughs> But most of the time they catch you, so it's probably fine, you know. Right. When you're it's, young, it, you're like, that's not going to happen to me. Right. And uh, particularly with the crowd surfing, that's something I would never do because people crowd surfing, you know, women be like, yeah, dude's trying to finger me and stick their fingers up my ass while I was crowd surfing. I was like, who the fuck would want to do that? Yeah. <laughs> Courtney Lewis Love used to jump surfing. into the crowd and she had stories about that. She, and yeah. She's the lead singer. <laughs> like, yeah. she's, what if you're just some girl in the crowd? Right. So yeah, John Lewis is a crosser. I, I don't know. I don't. I'm not. Don't put it on Travis Scott, which they're probably going to try and do. Oh no, it's not his fault at all. He yeah, was. The, he was the one was, calling for help. He was telling them. Nah, he wasn't. But that's here. the problem with there. Twitter and shit. They only know his name attached to the concert, so it was already like he must have did this. Like, shut the fuck up. Why yeah. would he plan or, something shut like the fuck. That's like blaming that band when that um club caught on fire or whatever. And yeah. Like, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, we we woke up this morning like, man, can't wait to burn our fans to death. Right. <laughs> Great white. Right. Yeah. You know, it's, it, to me, it's like uh, 
Alec Baldwin in the in the shooting. I'm like, I in no way blame Alec Baldwin. <laughs> why? Why is he? You can't put no blame on him. He didn't have anything to do with this shit. That's not All right. Give me the realistic shit. Give me a real gun. You know, he didn't do that. <laughs> Somebody handed him a gun. He's like, all right, it's prop. Good. We're going. You know, all right. Same thing with Travis Scott. It's just not on. It's just not on him. Like there's this tweet. I mean, I guess I could put the video up, but there's a tweet that TMZ posted. Um, it shows Travis Scott, you know, I guess on stage and the camera pans over and they're right where he's looking. They're pulling what looks like a lifeless or unconscious person out of the crowd. They're like, really? He's rapping while looking at a dead body. Right. Like, no, he's like 50 yards away. He's trying to figure out what's going on. You know, right. like that's, that's not what's going on. He's not like, fuck it. Show must go on. That's not what's going on. Yeah, you know, it's not, that's not how the shit works. You know, that's that thing, man. People assume the fucking worst of somebody. We need to talk about, and I saw somebody ask this question. I don't know if it's a serious question or not to ask, but are we ready as a group to be back out here doing shit like this? Don't look like it. Yeah, I don't think you that. Because I uh, doubt seriously that they did what Chicago did. Like Chicago, when they did Lollapalooza, they were like, look, you got to be vaccinated to be in this bitch. Right. And then all, the, and shit. all the people that went in there and they only had like 50 cases come back out of it, you know. At the most, all those people went into Lollapalooza, like 50 cases came out. I'm like, yeah, that's the that's kind of the efficacy of a vaccine. That's what's supposed to happen. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and they was checking cards and shit. So you couldn't yeah, just bump rush that. They made sure you could just run and break through. <laughs> yeah. You couldn't it's kick being, the barrier down like Mario and bounce your ass in there. Yeah. No, this being Texas, that shit wouldn't happen. Right. That shit wouldn't happen. And then we see we see the result. We see the result. So yes, sir. That's what you get. Are, you get are, that freedom. Are we, are we ready as a group of people to get back out into this shit? I don't know. We did find in Chicago in Lollapalooza. Everybody was talking shit about it. And the people, the organizers kept saying, look, we're checking. We're we checking. Don't get this surge. Right. And all that shit. We're doing all this. So they don't either way. You know, I think it, I think it depends on the people who are. The people who are in charge, are they conscientious? Are you going to Fry Fest or are you going to Coachella? That's basically what, what this shit is. You know, who you who you trust in. Yeah. And again, Travis Scott, now he now makes him look bad because well, apparently he, he puts this shit on. I mean, accidents happen, you know. It's yeah. uh, apparently that, that clip where he's looking at the dead body, like the he stopped the show like right after that. Right. But of course, you can cut the clip off before he stops the show. But thankfully, nothing happened to Kylie Jenner. That's what's important here. Right? That's what I was worried about, honestly. And I'm nothing just glad happened to Kylie. That. And that's all that matters. <laughs> Ooh, thank God. Thank Prayers God. <laughs> thank God. Kylie Prayers Jenner checks up. in, checks in safe on Facebook. Prayers <laughs> 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 up. Prayers <laughs> up, people. Let's finish up with uh Manny by Perons. All right. Well, yeah, we got we got the that story and the dick story too. We could get to, but um, a man bitten by a snake and uh, so a man bitten by piranhas, eaten by piranhas, to escape bees. So clearly the bees were in on this, right? <laughs> like they they're in cahoots with the piranhas. Got to be nothing else makes sense. 
A bizarre turn of events has led to the death of a 30-year-old man in Brazil. The man was fishing with two friends on a farm in the municipality of Brasilandia de, de Minas, Minas on Sunday when he jumped into a lake to escape a swarm of bees, the fire department told local publication. His frantic friends also followed him into the water while his mates were able to swim back to shore. The 30-year-old man drowned and piranhas quickly began feasting on his body. Here's, the, here's the thing I would need to know. A is, picture of piranha mouth. I mean, Brother Mark is a marine biologist. Usually when there's piranha in a lake, don't they put a sign by the lake? <laughs> like hey, there's bees fish chasing with you. big teeth at, at the minimum, like big teeth fish. Like, don't come hey, in this. Fuck. <laughs> How much uh, reading are you doing when you're running from your life for bees? Right. I mean, I, I guess. Man, flew right on past them signs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when you're running from bees, aren't you going to say, well, I'll take my chances, I guess. Right. Like, I guess that's what you do is like. You know, what's what's the uh, the old thing is the there's two doors behind one is a lady behind one is a tiger. <laughs> so <laughs> pick your poison. <laughs> Firefighters said they found the man's body about four meters from shore. Uh, the man's face and other parts of his body had been torn apart by the razor toothed carnivorous fish. Piranhas are freshwater they fish. <laughs> and you look on YouTube and see if you can find videos of like people have thrown like rats into like a oh, like, like a piranha a like a feeding with tank yeah. with piranha in it <laughs> like, yeah they do that and like the thing is this article even says piranhas don't normally go after people you know and so i don't know if this is just like the an isolated incident maybe the guy tasted good to them or something what a breeding <laughs> it was spicy must have been black <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, he had been eating a lot, covered himself in Texas Pete, and then he jumped dark in. Meat's greasy. <laughs> that, dark meat is greasy. Dark meat is greasy. The bees tenderize the meat. <laughs> Shit, that dark meat tastes good. Mm-hmm. All right, this video has 1.7 million views. Piranha feeding warning graphic content. And this looks like a guy who would feed piranhas. Um, <laughs> look at this dude. YouTube. This is the start off every morning. Uh, I go and get some worms, bring a bucket with me and a fishing pole to a local creek. We're gonna go get some uh, chubs to feed the ranas. Okay, I'm skipping ahead. He looks he very happy. He just wants happy to catch the piranha? He's, he's getting- He's I already think, got him. He other went and catch other piranhas. fish. He's gonna catch fish to feed the piranha. Yeah. Nah, yeah. I wasn't a piranha eat a rat. No, I she eating fish. Go ahead, man. Shout okay, out to so. that fish. These are this the piranhas are small. They're little. I didn't realize it was that tiny. They I swarm. Oh, they chasing that fish. They chasing. I guess that y'all fish. never seen piranha three double D. They chasing that fish. I, I did not. They chasing I that fish. That one. <laughs> Got your ass. Where you going? Where you going? Took him a second to realize you ain't wanna. You ain't from around here. What set you playing? <laughs> Where your grandma stay at? He's hurt bad. Where'd he go? Did he you ain't from out? around here, boy. Oh, he's up there. He's at the top. He's trying to get out. Yeah. I don't know where to go. Mm-mm. Nowhere to go. What's that you claim? <laughs> they ain't really going in as much as they just... Yeah, this isn't This around. isn't the piranha feeding that I'm used to seeing. Yeah. Oh, he finally fixed the glare. Well, shit, if it lasted oh. long enough for you to feed the glare, fix the glare, then... These piranhas are totally oversold. Yeah, these motherfuckers. <laughs> these ain't some natural born killers. <laughs> I was these told these weak, these every are... movie is like you stick your hand in it yeah. and come out with bones. <laughs> right? That's, you know. Natural born killers. <laughs> Y'all lied to me. 
Hollywood. Yeah. They don't even know where he's at. They looking around. They stupid. Right, How many movies have they fucking like tortured the the somebody in a villain's office with, with yeah. by sticking them like put your hand in this piranha tank? It's like no, no ah, ah. they put a then they put a head in the tank in right. Last Dragon. Wasn't that part of Last Dragon? Yeah. <laughs> then the whole and then this is what it really is like. This guy has a stuck chicken. Eddie Arcadia's head up in there. Put a chicken in there. He's throwing a chicken. In there. This is like you faces a, of death camera. Like it keeps cutting. You, you can't tell if it's real. It? You know what I mean? Yeah. This is that's fake. It. We don't know if that's real. That's not real. That's not real. I don't believe that. It's not a live chicken. It's a chicken bone or something. I don't he's he's going to pull out the bone in a second. You put a, you put a breast on it. That was, that was some good air frying carcass that you fucking up. How, I don't even see what a camera is on this rig to see the, this angle. No. This is how this is how every face of the death video looks. Yeah, that shit ain't yeah. Man, please. Find us something else, Andy. That shit ain't real. It was just a video of like, okay, so he pulls out the bone. Oh, oh well, we believe it. <laughs> and then they have actual piranha to uh to examine there. See, there's a razor sharp teeth. But we know they got crazy teeth. That's not. Are we beginning to doubt this B piranha? Uh, no, I'm doubting the people filming. The conspiracy this. is real. I don't doubt the piranha. I'm doubting the people film. I'm doubting these people doing. Yeah, this. I, yeah. I think the bees and the piranha made a pack. Put a put a put in the YouTube piranha three double D. Let's see if that'll <laughs> that, that doc, see if that documentary will break this down. This, this video is called Piranha Devours a Duck. And it's okay. got thirteen point three is, million views. Well, maybe this is better. Also, why is it not piranhas? Yes, yeah, is, is that the plural? Oh, I've seen piranha? this guy before. Because wouldn't it be piranha devour duck? Yeah, yeah he's true. pretty. Yeah, I've seen this guy before. He's pretty legitimate. Uh, he's piranhas being like skeletonizing bodies, literally within moments or minutes. And Leonard called I've him the fish guy. killed duck here. These motherfuckers got to have all this build up. Throw the fucking duck in there, dude. (laughs) What the fuck? It's like reading a recipe. It's apparent that the uh, the sound, the thrashing of a distressed animal is what attracts them. So I'm just a little bit of movement to uh, start them homing in. I know this is fake because he's not looking. Right, they're in there. They're in there already. I just saw a flash of silver with that very distinctive red as well. I don't need to see that undershot. It's starting to arrive now. Every movie, it looks like the water's boiling. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Like that's how much movement you see. This is like I see once, a one once flash. One point, it basically, you know, that just kicks. Because how do you even get that angle, dog? You don't have a cameraman down there. Obviously, it's a piranha field lake. What the fuck is this shit? Oh, look at that. Get in the head there. Piranhas, man, they're, they're overrated. Yeah. The, uh, oh, there they go. The okay, they're pulling the the, the meat off the bone. Yeah. It just takes a off. lot longer than it than we would be led to believe. Yeah. See that article about the guy escaping bees. It did say the order that that article was written. It said he drowned. The man drowned and piranhas quickly began feasting on his body. So did he die first? Oh, uh, he didn't. The, the, uh, they see the, the headline <laughs> man eaten by piranhas after jumping in the lake makes it sound like mm. he jumped in the lake. Ran away from they the were bees. on his ass. Like we think like the movies. No, he right. jumped in the lake and couldn't swim. He was yeah, probably. Right. He was probably, he was probably <laughs> running. had from, a reaction to the bees. He was running from like a fly. Like none of this. This whole story is a sham. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this was more like a DoorDash delivery to the piranhas. <laughs> <laughs> they left them. Did the you front. want a DoorDash, man? 
And then after he drowned, they were like, oh, oh is this for us? Right. <laughs> right. Hey, guys, <laughs> oh, somebody got something. a pizza delivered to the wrong place. <laughs> and then they got down. Yeah, I, I'm I'm uh, I'm not I'm less scared of piranhas now than I was before. Right. All this. <laughs> yeah, they don't seem like the. Uh, uh, you know, the, the not to be controversial, I'm still scared of. <laughs> they don't seem like what we've been made out to be afraid of. Let me just say it like, right, <laughs> right. Now we were we hand, were sold that they're some natural born killers, but I mean that's true. On the other hand, snakes are still a problem. Yeah, well, yes, they are. Mm-hmm. Man's penis rots after being bitten by a snake while sitting on toilet in South Africa. Oh, that's the premise to my other movie, Toilet <laughs> Snake. About the, so, the snake that is a serial killer and kills people on the toilet. This comes up to the toilet. <laughs> uh, a Dutch uh, man had to undergo reconstructive surgery on his penis after a cobra bit his manhood during a safari trip. A cobra? How does a cobra get up into a toilet? Don't they have that big, wide neck thing? Right. <laughs> so, the 47-year-old victim. Oh, by the way, the toilet bit his penis, causing it to rot. The 47-year-old victim suffered scrotal necrosis. Oh, uh, uh, I don't know I what like, that is, but it sounds terrible. Balls that, that means that the blood flow to the area gets cut off and then that area dies. Just, oh, no. That's, that's kind of what happens with um, with uh, diabetes to the feet. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, that's when they're like, you're losing your foot from that sugar. Yeah, no blood that's flow. what happens. Blood flow gets cut off, then the foot dies. Scrotal necrosis. The 47 year old victim suffered scrotal necrosis after the cold blooded serpent, which was lurking in the toilet bowl, attacked. And what the medical journal described as the first case of snouted cobra and venomation of the genitals. Oh, an unidentified man had to wait three hours before he was flown by helicopter to the nearest trauma <gasps> center. Three oh. hours. Jesus. His penis and scrotum were noted to be swollen, deep purple in color, and painful. On hospital admission, scrotal necrosis was diagnosed, and he received multiple doses of a nonspecific snake venom, anti-serum, and broad-spectrum antibiotics. Now, I'm sure someone made the joke, suck out the venom, depending on how (laughs) immature his friends were. (laughs) He's 47, so we don't know. They might have taken it seriously, but if if there was a younger person, he wants to suck it out. It's not gay. Um. The mayor reported vomiting and a burning sensation as well as pain that shot up from his groin into the abdomen and upper chest. And he required uh, hemodialysis due to acute kidney injury before undergoing reconstructive surgery. Uh, the scrotal necrosis was reported to involve the entire fascia and was excised with extensive margins. Okay. <laughs> hey, can you do some extensive margins on my scrotals? <laughs> It is wow. You sitting on the toilet and the snake sees your dick and takes it as disrespect. <laughs> right. Is that not a snake? Like this motherfucker trying to play me. <laughs> First, he shits all over my head. It's not like a snake can eat you. So it's clearly just disrespect. Right. He just thinks he's you're a threat to his. Uh, yeah, he's shitting domain. on me. He's pissing. You know what, motherfucker? Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired of you. And he won't speak back. <laughs> right. The defect in the penile shaft was treated by superficial debridement and a vacuum-assisted closure pump. What is going oh, on here? Oh, shit! After nine days, the patient was repatriated to the Netherlands. I guess that means flown back. A plastic oh, surgeon later to the Netherlands? Yeah, flown back home. A penile shaft debridement with extensive resection of dead tissue Ugh. extending into the corpus 
spongiosum to the fold of the pre- okay whatever yeah <laughs> I think we docked us um they, well they get this is the new york post they get they get all the dick stories because they look at these urology case <laughs> that's the, the one with the one with the usb cable was also linked to some kind of urology case it was report. yeah it was new york post oh, okay they got a they got a guy who scans these shits <laughs> just <laughs> hey i'm on the dick beat today <laughs> <laughs> got any more dick news for us <laughs> Uh, dick check beats the, a little check slow the today. dick wire <laughs> <laughs> yes. he's going out across social media tapping in dick check the dick wire and see what came up oh uh, there's pictures I, I don't want to see the pictures. if it bleeds it leaves and if it's dicks it clicks <laughs> <laughs> if you hey, click on you. the urology case report there are pictures over here but we don't have to oh, oh no we don't have to see the margins or the debridement or any of that stuff. Uh, you never want to get a medical condition they want to take pictures of. <laughs> no, like, <laughs> right. We need to document this one. No one's that means they're going to name the shit after you. Right. Oh, yeah. We can uh, help you with that. But first, uh, let me get my camera. <laughs> well, neither here nor there. This is, uh, this... We're going to name this the Marrow Balls disease. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because plastic surgeons love the before and after pics because they can show you the work they've done. Ain't nothing mm-hmm. they can do for this shit. You you just gotta walk around looking like a Ken doll from here on out, man. Right. <laughs> at this point, it sounds like it's just for cosmetic purposes. Yeah. All right, because yeah. I was like, can it actually be used? I'm just like, go ahead, shave it off, bro. <laughs> Fuck it. You know what? Like, you know maybe I'd be constructive in life now. Just made a lot yeah. of bad decisions. I made a lot of bad decisions based on this. Just go ahead and take it on off, bro. I'm gonna go back to school. Take this L. The snake won. The snake won. All right, the snake is the winner. <laughs> I'm good. I don't care about the margins, my extensive margins or the vacuum assist no. closure pump. Nope. Nope. Mm-mm. <laughs> don't care about the margin of errors, the margin you're trying to, to measure. I'm good. I just want to go home. I'm going to be repatriated to the Netherlands, smoke some weed. Jesus. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how they, how they uh, ward off snakes in the sewer system, but there's got to be like a, can't you a put like series a snake trap or, or, or something where, where you can like block it where you like no snakes allowed? Yeah, them? like can't they have like some na- more narrow openings or some like grates or something that the snake can't get through? I mean, I don't know. I I'm spitballing here. I don't know how to solve this yeah. problem. But. Have some like like they do a dog with a collar just zap someone as they go past a certain area in the pipe. Yeah, just like a little like an electric fence. The mm-hmm. snake can't get through it. Like shit can get through there, but you can't snake. <laughs> There's only room for one snake in this toilet. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't a two snake town. <laughs> I'm the king, Cobra. <laughs> I'm, I'm the big kahuna. <laughs> All right, y'all. We're going to bring this one home. I want to thank Rod and Karen for sitting in with us today. I hope you guys enjoyed yourselves. As always, we enjoyed yeah, I think that snake in. was like, bitch, where was you when I was walking? King Cobra. <laughs> <laughs> you, you were not here on the Serengeti planes with me. <laughs> <laughs> well, we did not have a Dominic sighting. Which, you know. No, he um, he texted me. He said he might pop. I talked to him last night. He said he might hop on. And then he uh-huh. texted me while we he were He was scared on. to get this smoke. Between episodes, he said, uh, just awesome. got up. My daughter doesn't think sleep is cool. So. I don't know if that means she woke him up or she kept him up and he just fell asleep. But he ain't no telling. He's trying to raise his yeah, daughter. He knew me and Randolph was going to give him that smoke. It's smart. It's a, good <laughs> get a little bit. You're going to get a little bit. 
Guys, I'm Jacob. Just, Jacob Hawkins, be safe out there on the street. I see you. Love to come on, but I got <laughs> to raise you the driver, daughter, guys. See you. Um, I think that's better. We got anything coming up, Andy? Uh, catch me at the DC Improv on November 26th and 27th in the lounge. Uh, go to dcimprov.com for all that. And I have nothing else booked. That's it. Good. Neither do I. Neither do I. All I right. Guess I'll go to so, Mike show tonight too. I don't know. I may go over there. I don't know. If I go, it'd be the only thing I'm going for. And I don't know if I want to drive all the way in there. For yeah, I'm gonna be in DC. I'm doing the improv tonight too. So just for that one spot. So I don't. I don't know. We'll see. All right, y'all. So thanks again, chat room, for coming in. We appreciate y'all as always. Thank you, Rod and Karen. Y'all be sure to go over to the Black Eye Tips, the after show that they got going on. What time does y'all show start over there? Uh, normally about five, six. Whoop, there we whoop, go. Whoop, whoop, we air. Whoop, you know, uh, let you know. Rod, Play stay on. You. Stay on after we wrap this up, okay? All right. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, y'all. So thanks again. Appreciate y'all as always. Uh, Brandon, love that beard, baby. I'm trying to get that. My wife was noticing my little bit of gray. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Uh, Mark's uh, got more you. you take us out last. I'm Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. I'm Karen Morrow. And I'm Rod Morrow. Hey, put the guys on. We are out.